Back to Basics, Packaging Systems, by Lisa Spruce. Abstract. High-quality sterilization processes are essential to protect patients who undergo surgical and other invasive procedures. Rendering instruments and equipment sterile and safe to use is an important step in preventing surgical side infections. Packaging instruments correctly will facilitate proper sterilization of the package contents and will help ensure that patients are receiving safe and high-quality surgical care. There are multiple types of packaging systems and containment devices from which to choose, and perioperative personnel should consider the use life, durability, and ease of use of each type of system when selecting products. This Back to Basics article provides an overview of key actions and strategies for perioperative personnel to promote the selection of proper packaging systems. Surgical side infections, SSIs, can be attributed to many factors, one of which is the use of contaminated surgical instruments. Dancer and others described an SSI outbreak at one facility that affected 15 orthopedic patients and 5 ophthalmolic patients. Through their investigation, they determined that the packaging materials and the instruments themselves were contaminated with coagulus-negative staphylococci and bacillus. The facility proceeded to institute a series of practice improvements in the sterile processing department, which resulted in a decrease in SSI rates compared to pre-incident levels. The investigators emphasized the importance of collaboration and cooperation of the sterile processing department with clinical staff members and managers to ensure a high-quality sterile processing procedure. Perioperative nurses may be familiar with the different types of packaging systems, including woven fabrics, non-woven materials, paper plastic pouches, Tyvek plastic pouches, plastic plastic pouches, and containment devices. For example, sterilization containers, instrument cases, cassettes, organizing trays, which are composed of a variety of materials. Packaging systems are important in the perioperative setting because they allow items that will be used on patients during surgery and other invasive procedures to be sterilized, protect the sterilized contents from damage, prevent contamination of the contents until the package is opened for use, and permit the aseptic delivery of the contents to the sterile field. There are currently many different types of packaging materials on the market and each has its own unique properties and design characteristics. It is important to follow each manufacturer's instructions for use, IFU, for the type of packaging used. Personnel who work with sterile packaging should be aware of any defects in the material, and for rigid sterilization containers, any damaged or missing filters and gaskets. Maintaining the sterility of surgical instruments and equipment can be challenging, because of the increasing complexity of their design and their sterilization requirements for different types of instruments and equipment. AORN's Guideline for Selection and Use of Packaging Systems for Sterilization offers comprehensive guidance, and perioperative team members should refer to this guideline when selecting the most appropriate packaging for different items and sterilization processes. This Back to Basics article offers an overview of some key actions and strategies for success for selecting proper packaging systems. How-To Guide There are multiple types of packaging systems and containment devices, for example, sharps protectors, small item containers, organizing trays, from which to choose. 
and perioperative personnel should consider the use life, durability, and ease of use of each type of system when selecting products. Perioperative team members should select products based on these characteristics and any other considerations specific to individual facility requirements. The products chosen should be compatible with the intended methods of sterilization, sterilization parameters, and the devices to be sterilized. Perioperative team members should also consider the effect of packaging materials on the environment, for example, possibility for excessive waste, and should attempt to choose materials that will minimize this effect. In addition, the Association for the Advancement of Medical Instrumentation recommends that, when selecting packaging systems, perioperative team members should select systems that allow air removal to permit sterilant penetration of the package contents, provide a barrier to microorganisms during sterilization process, handling, distribution, transport, and storage, resist tearing or puncture, Allow a method of sealing that results in a complete seal that is tamper-evident and provides seal integrity. Maintain protection for the sterile contents during storage and transportation to the point of use. Allow for aseptic presentation. Are free of toxic components and non-fast dyes and are non-linting. Sterile processing team members should perform product testing whenever there is a major change in packaging systems such as a change from using wrapping materials to using rigid sterilization containers, or when there are changes to materials, tray configuration, or content density. Team members should evaluate the efficacy of the sterilization packaging system by placing chemical indicators, CIs, and biological indicators inside the package in areas that pose a challenge to the sterilization process, such as in an area that would be difficult for the sterilant to reach. After running the test packages through the sterilization process, team members should perform an assessment to determine if the sterilization parameters have been met and confirm there is no moisture present. Perioperative team members who are sterilizing items should place a CI on the outside and inside of every package that they are processing unless the internal CI is visible through the packaging. The external CI is used to determine if the package has been exposed to the sterilization process. The internal CI is used to verify that the sterilant has reached the contents of the package and the sterilization parameters have been met. There are different types of CIs. Type 1 CIs, that is, process indicators, are intended to be placed externally, that is, on the outside of the package and help personnel differentiate between processed and unprocessed packages. Examples of process indicators are indicator tape and indicator labels. A CI should be placed in each rigid container, tray, or package. These CIs may be types 3, 4, 5, or 6. A type 5 or 6 CI is preferable because these CIs react to all critical process variables. Perioperative personnel should use CIs that are labeled for use for the particular sterilization cycle being used. If multi-layered trays are being processed, more than one CI may be required and should be placed according to the tray manufacturer's IFU. Team members need to ensure that the packaging system they are using is compatible with the method of sterilization used at their facility. If using steam sterilization, the packaging material should permit penetration of the steam and allow for adequate drying. 
If using ethylene oxide, the packaging should specify that it is designated for use with ethylene oxide. If using hydrogen peroxide as either low-temperature gas plasma or vapor, team members should validate that the packaging is compatible with this method by checking the manufacturer's IFU. Team members should consider environmental storage conditions and review the manufacturer's IFU to make sure that certain temperature and humidity parameters are met. The shelf life of a sterile package should be considered event-related. This means that time does not affect sterility, but that an event, for example, the amount of handling a set or package, a change in environmental conditions, may affect sterility. Products that are labeled as single-use should be discarded after one-time use and should not be reprocessed. If the facility has a recycling program and the item meets the recycling parameters, then the item may be recycled. Instrument wrapping. Perioperative team members should inspect all packaging materials before use and should remove any materials that are found to be defective because a defect could permit pathogenic organisms to enter the packaging. When wrapping instruments, team members should follow the manufacturer's IFU to determine how to package the contents. In general, the correct technique when using a flat wrapper is to make sure that the wrap is large enough to fold completely over the set and reach the bottom of the set. That is, not only cover the top of the set. The Association for the Advancement of Medical Instrumentation recommends the following steps when wrapping an instrument set. Place the wrap sheets on the table to form a diamond shape. Place the devices to be wrapped in the center of the wrap, parallel with the edge of the table. Bring the lower corner up to completely cover the contents and fold the tip back on itself to form a tab or flap, which is used later to assist in opening the package aseptically. Fold the left corner over the contents and fold the tip back on itself to form a tab. Fold the right corner over the left fold and fold the tip back on itself to form a tab. Bring the top corner down over the contents and tuck the corner under the right and left folds. A small tab may be incorporated for easy opening. Secure with one or two pieces of indicator tape. The wrap should be fitted tightly to the set so that water puddles or openings that can lead to contamination are not present. However, if the wrap is too tight, the sterilant may not be able to enter the package. To avoid causing holes or tears in a wrapped instrument set, make sure the sets do not weigh more than 25 pounds. Place corner protectors or tray liners between the packaging and the instrument set. Use transport trays to facilitate handling. Store heavy sets on easy-to-reach shelves and do not stack instrument sets. It may be the facility's policy to include non-validated materials, for example, count sheets, inside instrument trays. There is limited research on this topic. Although there are currently no reported adverse events related to this practice, AORN recommends using caution until there is more research to guide this practice. Peel pouches. Peel pouches are common packaging material. Paper plastic pouches are generally used for small, lightweight, low-profile items. Double pouching should not be performed unless the pouch being used has been cleared by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration for this use.
If double pouching is approved for the particular pouch being used, then the inner pouch should fit inside the outer pouch without folding and should face the same direction as the outer pouch. The plastic pouch should be used, filled, and opened according to the pouch manufacturer's written IFU, be the size and strength to accommodate the item being packaged, and be closed so that all pouch seals are smooth, that is, without folds, bubbles, or wrinkles. AORN recommends that peel pouches be spaced and placed on their edge during sterilization to allow for complete contact between the sterilant and the pouched item and to allow for complete drying. Facilities may have to obtain specialty racks designed for this purpose. A study by Trier and others examined three different sizes of peel pouches to determine the effect of package size on the rate of contact between the outside of the package and the hand of the person opening the package. 97 healthcare providers participated, and each opened and aseptically presented the pouch contents for six trials per participant. The study demonstrated a significantly higher contamination rate for the larger peel pouches. The results of this study can be beneficial for healthcare personnel when considering what type of peel pouches to use. Very large pouches should be limited because delivery of the sterile contents to the sterile field may be difficult and a large size may increase the risk of contamination when opening the pouch. Rigid Containers when using rigid sterilization containers, perioperative team members should follow the manufacturer's IFU and should inspect and clean containers before use. Sterile processing personnel should ensure that the rigid sterilization container system selected is suitable for the proposed sterilization method and is compatible with the devices and sterilizers in use. When inspecting a rigid sterilization container system before use, perioperative team members should ensure that the latching mechanism or closure will remain secure during the sterilization process. The sealing or mating surfaces or edges of the container system and lid are not dented or chipped. Filter retention mechanisms and fasteners, such as screws and rivets, are secure and are not distorted or burred. The securing mechanism functions properly and the filter medium is not damaged. The gaskets are pliable, securely fastened, and without breaks or cuts. And valves work freely and are not broken, cut, chipped, or dented. Perioperative personnel should only use filters that are recommended by the rigid sterilization container's manufacturer. Any item going into a rigid container should be approved by the manufacturer. Non-approved items, for example, towels, mats, that have not been verified as capable of being sterilized effectively in a rigid container could threaten the sterilization process. After every use, sterile processing personnel should inspect rigid containers at the site where lids and edges meet and the container's lids, filters, fasteners, latches, gaskets, and valves to make sure they fit and work correctly. Labeling Packages should be labeled before sterilization. These labels should be visible and legible, consist of non-toxic materials and ink, be written only on the non-porous side of the pouch for paper plastic pouches, 
be written on indicator tape or affixed labels for wrapped packs, basins, instruments, or other surgical supplies. Indicate the sterilizer unique identifier. Indicate cycle and load number. Indicate date of sterilization. Include a description of the contents. Identify the operator or person responsible for preparation and packaging. And remain securely adhered to the sterile barrier system through the sterilization process and storage to the point of use. Labeling allows for tracking the package and enhances perioperative team members' ability to identify and retrieve items in a timely manner. Benefit Packaging instruments is an essential step in the complex process of preparing reusable surgical instruments for use on patients during surgery. Reprocessing instruments begins at the point of use and continues through multiple steps that will render the instruments safe to use on patients. Packaging is crucial to prevent contamination of the sterile contents of the package, that is, instruments, and to prevent infectious microorganisms from being transferred to patients and contributing to SSIs. Strategies for Success Surgical instrument processing is complex, and improving the process should be an ongoing quality improvement initiative. Errors in any step of the sterilization process can contribute to a delay in operative and other invasive procedures and could threaten patient safety. Blackmore and others described a quality improvement project in the sterile processing department in one medical center. The quality improvement team developed a quality monitoring tool called a daily defect sheet to identify and categorize errors. The team used lean methodology to improve the quality of surgical instrument processing by redefining personnel roles, altering workspaces, establishing ongoing quality monitoring processes, training personnel, and establishing continuous feedback. Before this intervention, the sterile processing team was involved in the processing errors that occurred in three out of 100 surgical procedures, which decreased to 1.5 out of 100 procedures after implementing the Quality Improvement Initiative. The team noticed improvements in multiple processes, most notably, packaging assembly errors decreased from 0.66 errors per 100 procedures to 0.24 errors per 100 procedures. The researchers concluded that processing errors are roadblocks to high quality and safety in patient care and that perioperative personnel can make substantial improvements to instrument processing using lean methodology. It is important that sterile processing personnel receive initial and ongoing education and competency verification as applicable to their role in the process. Sterile processing personnel are an extremely important part of the perioperative team, and their work is crucial to protect patients from SSIs. Training and education will help sterile processing team members develop their knowledge, skills, and expertise. Training for sterile processing personnel should include proper technique for hand hygiene before handling instruments for packaging. A study by Costa and others examined the effect of glove use and hand hygiene on maintaining the cleanliness of reusable surgical instruments. The researchers tested a forceps that had been cleaned using manual and automated cleaning methods. The researchers tested the forceps for adenosine triphosphate, protein, and microbial contamination 
before and after a participant handled and packaged the instrument, once with a gloved hand and once with an ungloved but washed hand. In the control group, a participant handled the instrument aseptically using sterile surgical gloves. The researchers tested the following five additional groups. Group 1. Instrument handled with clean, non-sterile nitrile gloves. Group 2. Instrument handled with ungloved hands immediately after hand hygiene. Group 3. Instrument handled with ungloved hands one hour after hand hygiene. Group 4. Instrument handled with ungloved hands two hours after hand hygiene. Group 5. Instrument handled with ungloved hands four hours after hand hygiene. The instrument that had been handled with ungloved hands two to four hours after hand hygiene was significantly more contaminated when compared with all the other groups. There was a significant correlation between the time since hand hygiene, the microbial load, and the amount of adenosine triphosphate. Additionally, there was significantly more protein present on the instrument handled with the ungloved hand two to four hours after hand hygiene. The researchers recommend the personnel who are inspecting, assembling, lubricating, and packaging instruments should do so either while wearing gloves or within one hour of performing hand hygiene. Wrap-up Packaging instruments is a key step in surgical instrument processing. Patients expect and deserve instruments that personnel have properly cleaned, sterilized, and packaged in a way that maintains sterility. Errors in packaging can lead to surgical delays, increased patient time under anesthesia, contribution to the development of SSIs, and increased healthcare costs. Training sterile processing personnel in the packaging process and promoting understanding and respect of this process is important to promote patient and healthcare worker safety. Applying lean methodologies and having the monetary resources available for instruments and processing needs is important for continuous improvement and increased quality.